Hello, everybody. This is the cast of Unmuted. My name is Bria Nicole. Hi, I'm James Donnarumma. Hey, it's Lauren. And today we're going to be bringing to you guys an interesting story of events that happened to us over this weekend. But we do have some social media accounts that we would love for you all to follow. Yes, we're getting social already. So follow us on Twitter at unmuted underscore podcast. Our Instagram is unmuted podcast, one word. And we definitely want to interact with you guys. So tweet us using our hashtag, which would be hashtag unmute the public. And eventually we will have a website for you guys to go check on. You can find all our social medias there for like our personal stuff as well. But for some of the training topics that we have going on this week, today is mental health day. Well, world mental health day. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a major day because it's important to recognize like to me, I don't, I feel life throws so much at us and despite whatever circumstance we were born with or we have, that doesn't define us and our characteristics. And I personally don't know anyone with uh, mental health issues, but um, I want to you know, send my support to anyone who does. And I mean, they're like handling stress and like any challenges that come with that is important and we should all be supportive and help each other out. Yeah, and I think it's super important, especially for us college students, to recognize when we do need to step back and take time for our mental health, whether it is like stress or just getting super overwhelmed, super involved, that we don't think about what's good for us. So I think it's very important that we bring light to this. Also, with mental health, I want to call on somebody, um, Kanye West. I want to say I said something about him last week, but I'm unsure. Kanye West is one of the people that I honestly think has a mental issue. But no one really addresses it, especially from everything that he went through like last year. That was on some mental stuff. I don't think it was just him being, you know, himself, if that makes sense. So he just, you know, our prayers are to him. Yeah. And moving right along, we're going to get into the trending topic. I would not trade my. So I'll just start. So I would not trade my. I'm going to go with my friends just because I feel like you need good support in your life those people who will kind of like have fun with you but definitely keep you balanced through the hard times so i think definitely for me it would be my friends 100 percent. yeah um let me see i wouldn't trade my girlfriend for anything like emotional support continue what lauren said like super important and having someone in your corner backing you up whenever heck when the world's against you you know um that's awesome and a relationship like that's super valuable to me James, you always say the romantic stuff. What the heck? It's about my girlfriend. That's all that matters. Right. Like, can I get a please? (laughs) What? Um, I wouldn't trade my journey for so far. Everything that I've experienced throughout my life, I don't think I would change it for anything. I know there were things that I wish were better, but it's all, it builds character. So, what are exes good for? Okay. Um... I think the biggest thing for me is to look at, okay, maybe your ex has put you through a lot of problems, you know, a lot of pain in the past. Mm -hmm. I mean, it happens. Relationships don't always last. Um, It's important to know what happened in the past, acknowledge it, also to move on. Mm -hmm. Like, conflict can make you grow. Um, You know, maybe something you weren't good about back in the past, reflect in your past relationship, and you can reflect on that and see change. Also, I look at my exes, I'm like, dang, I'm lucky with who I'm with now. <laughs> so Because you learn. You you realize that that's who you were with back then. It's not who you want to be with now. Yeah. And it shows like even like different personality traits, like what you f- find important in a relationship. 
So yeah, it's always good to look back and acknowledge who you're with because you cared about them at some point. Yeah, true. I would definitely agree and say it's, I think exes are good for like personal growth. Like even when you look back and you were like, oh, like they treated me like this. And I like now I know that moving forward, I wouldn't want to be treated like this. Or especially they make you appreciate, I think, when you do get into another relationship, the things that that new person brings to you that maybe they didn't. So they make you appreciate that. And I would definitely say like yourself, like once you get rid of it and you if you go through a process of just after that, trying to find yourself again and things like that. I feel like exes really um, aid in self-love. Okay. Um, I don't really have much to say about exes, but what I will say is just because you were hurt in the last relationship does not mean that you need to treat the next person like crap mm -hmm. because that's a crappy you know, excuse Yeah. to treat somebody bad just because you were treated bad in the last relationship. Don't set yourself up for failure because that's all you're doing yeah and you know i it's continuing off that i see a lot of people who are like they put a lot of blame on themselves for a relationship but a relationship is a two-part thing true yeah and you know lashing out at yourself at people you love like that's not going to solve anything it's hard but sometimes yeah you have to say hey maybe i did something wrong here but you know like i said it's not just if you're the only one putting work into a relationship then it wasn't going to work out in the first place. So it's definitely not all on you. It's a 50-50 thing. Yeah. But what about, like, having your guard up? Because I, I know I definitely do that. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I think it's okay to be cautious. Yeah. Like, you know, because you're like, oh, maybe this person will hurt me. And that's a natural thing to have, if that makes sense. It's like you've been through pain before. You don't want to go through it again. Right. Um, but at the same time, that person you're talking to now is not the one from the past. Um, yeah. So, so you have to giving people a chance can sometimes be difficult, you know, but it's something we have to do. Otherwise, we'll never be able to grow past that. Also, forgiveness is hard. But yeah. Something <laughs> something that honestly, forgiveness is for you more than the other person to let go of that past and that like all that yes. anger. Super important. I feel like for myself as someone, I don't know, not looking for relationships, but when I am like in a relationship or anything like that I'm definitely someone who's like this sounds really bad but like I don't it's not that I don't expect it to work out but I'm very like if okay. it doesn't work for you then it's like you didn't put that much into it to begin yeah with, like so I'm not losing hurt. too much like mm -hmm. I yeah I'm not losing too much like I'm okay I'll be fine but it still robs you from the experience though that's very true yeah, yeah. although some guys on campus aren't great true they're kind of scummy. Yeah. <laughs> so. I agree. Hip Hop Awards. Yes, that's going on right now. DJ Khaled. Mm. Cardi B. Cardi B. <laughs> 21 Savage. I wonder if Beyonce is going to show up this year. Probably not. She doesn't really do beats. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. I love Be I love Beyonce. Like, don't, don't tweet on me the public saying something about Beyonce. We don't have any slander. But, like, you know, she doesn't. She doesn't really mess with BET Awards like that. She doesn't mess with any type of award, honestly. You rarely see her at awards. That's shows. true. It's not the Beyonce show. She's not. Right. And she's you know, not. she got to take care of them babies. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's true. The little one. That's your excuse. Go ahead, take care of your babies. That's, girl, we ain't worried. Are y'all excited to see anyone or hear anyone in particular win awards? I just want to see the baby. DJ Khaled, baby. <laughs> that is DJ the, Khaled? His baby oh, is Assad. so adorable. 
on his last album, he was just looking like a little boss in the pool or whatever, just looking at you. Did you see the um, video um, with I'm the One with him in it? It was so cute. I didn't, I, I didn't see the video, but um, if he was in it, we already know he was cute. He was so cute. It was great. I'm definitely rooting for anyone from Atlanta, which is a lot of rappers, but like, I love that. I love just... Because a lot of them do. They do go out and then they try to give back to the community. So it's great right. when they come from your community to see that. Mm. Yeah. Right. There ain't no many people from St. Pete like that. So I ain't even worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you could just root for your favorite. Right. <laughs> Don't I was even like, matter. go ahead, Cardi. Set <laughs> it off. Okay. Yeah. Did you hear about her getting that nice car and then she can't even, she doesn't have a license? She got a car and she don't got no license? Yeah. I wish I had those problems. Yeah, I got a true. license. I ain't got a car. I got into an accident. I want your car. Yes, <laughs> I, but I love her, and I want to see Bodak Yellow get all the rep- reckon- oh, recognition. Wow. Thank you. No, that no. it deserves. <laughs> that, and I want to hear more music from her. Oh yeah, people just need to stop sleeping on her because there was like a it, people kept saying that she was a one hit wonder, but baby, sit down. She she got it. She got it. Give her some time, right? I mean, like we've only heard one thing, but that doesn't mean there's nothing else coming in. She's had music beforehand, but it's just, I remember how I found out about her because I used to watch her um, Twitter videos. She was just hilarious to me because she was real about everything. So I fell in love with that. Then she got on to, what was it? Love and Hip Hop? Love and Hip Hop, yeah. Yeah, I never watched it. I stopped watching reality TV a long time ago. So I don't do reality TV. Do y'all do it still? I I love reality TV. I don't think I've ever. Oh, that's not true. I was about to say, don't you even laugh. So I mean, like, occasionally I've watched shows like the bachelor or bachelorette with people I've never because i just think it's funny i think it's like really like it is poor quality. i don't know i and- remember like okay because that was she's somebody's trying to get with somebody right that's yeah. like um flavor Flav, i love new york <laughs> stuff like that real love a chance i used to watch that a lot real passed away t- was it real yeah it was real that died from cancer I yeah God rest his soul. But I used to love reality TV. I used to be up on um, what is it, Bad Girls Club? My favorite. I that show was to iconic. Love that. And I remember there's a um an Instagram page for it, and sometimes I watch it because it was on the trending topic, so I had followed it. And um, they showed a clip from a season I used to watch, and I think it was the last season I watched. It was season five. And there's 16 seasons or 17 seasons now. Yeah. So I'm just like. What has happened? That was when they were really bad. Now everything. Yeah, the just... show definitely changed. But I am for sure like your reality TV junkie. Like every reality show, I probably watch it. Like Real Housewives of Atlanta, of course, <laughs> Married to Medicine. Well, I only watched The Bachelorette because of Rachel. But then Bachelor in Paradise came on, and I watched that. All the love and hit, like everything. All the reality shows, I am. I get very into. I just miss the old school reality TV shows. I mean, even though they were fake to begin with, they were still, they had a little bit more personality to them. Yeah, but I mean, like, people say this for, like, a lot of things, like, even wrestling. Like, yeah, just right. because something's fake doesn't mean it's not entertaining. Like, heck, most TV shows and movies are scripted. I, I For it to be, like, based most TV on shows, <laughs> they're TV shows. Yeah. That are exactly. scripted. Yeah. They're TV shows. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, like, reality, I, okay. <laughs> Did it go over your head? Well, like, TV, TV shows are supposed to be scripted. Script. Well, no, I know. But people, reality people TV. People are like, oh, reality's, like, completely, like, there's no script. 
And but what they do in editing is sometimes they can change up what was like the context, like they can change it thematically. Right. And it does alter a lot of what was what happened. That's why post production is so important. And it's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why there's so much. It's it's way cheaper. And um, also there was a girl that I watched on YouTube. Uh, her name's like Bo Vintage. She's Canadian, and they had like a reality show that she was on, and she pretty much gave like the full background on it. Um, they'll have you do stuff, or they'll make you talk about a certain thing and just record that and then be gone. Because all mm. they want is the um, arguments and stuff. Because yeah. that's what we live off of. I like to live off of beef. Even though we all say that we're very positive people, we don't like fighting, mm. we like to see It'd some be people fighting. It's, yeah. it's hard to look away from... Because as soon as I see somebody get smacked, I'm watching the rest of it. Yeah. But do you think it's because, like, we're in, we're not in the industry, but we're studying about it that we're kind of used to the formula and we want to see something maybe more creative or something like that. I think so. I think it, yeah, like you said, because we know how it's supposed to go anyhow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're yeah. So if we didn't know anything about it, then we could be just blind as as you can be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, if a show is hundred percent reality, it'd be really boring. I mean, like. Probably. We, we, it, it depends on the people that you get, though. Yeah, but even, like, is Peaceful Times, like, really fun to watch? Like, no. Like, like, <laughs> it's not. Every story ever, there's some type of conflict. It might not be, like, physical, like, fighting mm-hmm. or drama, but there's some type of conflict between the characters. So if there's none of that, I mean, I don't know. Nothing changes. Conflict promotes change. So without character growth, there's no story. Sure. But I feel like we still like to see the achievements, whether it's like people getting married, people having children. Yeah, like we live off of that too. We get very excited and wrapped up in that world as well. True. I guess I guess the highs and the lows. Yeah, definitely. But in the middle, it's like who cares? Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> so we just had the homecoming game and mm-hmm. Gator Growl. Yeah. Um. So we played against LSU. And um, it did not turn out the way that we wanted. Although I did not go to the game, I will say this: it didn't. we didn't get you know dragged through the through the woods or anything. It was just seventeen to sixteen, so it wasn't like they did much. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, somebody's a little upset about. The I game. am. I'm a little angry. Well, I mean, a game is a game, right? Like it's competition, so you can't. Yes, I was angry when we lost, but like you can't like hold that against the other team. <laughs> like it's a it's. You know, two teams are coming and doing their very best. Honestly, if I'm like LSU and you constantly get beat by the same team and it's their homecoming game, I'd be happy. <laughs> like after you just beat them, mm-hmm. even though it was like 17 to 16, but after you just beat a team that's constantly beat you and it's their homecoming game, I'd yeah. be happy. I mean, I can see that. But like for me to be like, oh man, LSU people are the absolute worst. I mean, no, we're all fans. Right. But the thing that made me a little like past that point of, you know, being patient was during the halftime show. We had a tribute to Tom Petty, who had died recently, and LSU's band continued to play during the, you know, the song playing through the jumbotron. And we were supposed to all like lock together and like you know swing back and forth. And I think our alma mater was supposed to happen too, but they just kept playing as loud as they could. And I don't know if there was miscommunication there, but yeah, I mean, them just being petty. Yeah, mm. no pun intended. But, <laughs> but that was um, a good one. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, it's not that hard to connect the dots when you see the lyrics and the song coming on, and knowing that this person just died, he's a major celebrity. To continue playing made me really angry. There was a, I'm trying to think what the chant was. I think I think it was just straight up LSU sucks for like five minutes chanting at the band. And but the thing is, like we were talking about like the experience of being in a concert last week, mm-hmm. and to be honest, like 
the fighting that came out of that from like Gator fans, the LSU band, the LSU band just you know continue to con- play their music. It like I felt the tribute was wasted almost. But on TV it looked fine. But if but you were in the stadium, there, yeah, you were close enough to mm-hmm. it, then yeah. Yeah, I was also in the stands, very close to the band, and it was it was like you saw the audience, like the Gator fans, making eye contact, like okay, like maybe not right now. And then you just see, I even saw the band director at one point, like smiling, like, do you not understand what's going on right now? I know everyone around me was very, very upset about what happened. So. Yeah. Not, not the classiest thing. However, I mean, I'll give them benefit of the doubt. Maybe there's some miscommunication. Yeah. That could have been, but still mad. (laughs) Even then, if you hear all those folks singing a song, because apparently I didn't go to the game, but apparently it was in unison of the entire. Yeah, it was awesome. Of everybody just singing it. You know you need to stop. Hmm. Just cut it off. I don't care if you were halfway through your song or whatever. The show must not go on at that yeah. point. If it's a tribute to someone who's just passed away, you don't. Just I, don't. I don't. I can't speak for the whole stadium, but my section kept singing after the, the, the tribute was over. We kept going for a little bit longer. So, you know. You know, respect to him, and I hope you know his family's good and everything. But that was just that was not cool by LSU. Yeah. Also, you know, they had a tough homecoming game the week before they lost to a unranked school and everything. So I don't they know. They lost if to they... unranked school. Yeah, they did. But how much? By how much? I don't remember. We could like look it up. <laughs> I don't remember, but it was not good in their homecoming. So I don't know if they thought that you know maybe they could ruin ours because theirs didn't go as well. But it wasn't tasteful at all. Especially it didn't really stand for homecoming. It was about a Gainesville legend passing away. So that's much bigger than our football homecoming. Right. Yeah, agreed. How was Snoop Dogg and Daya? Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay, so like. The concert itself is, like, supposed to be, like, a giant pep rally. So there is, like, stuff where it's, like, promoting and, like, there's some funny stuff. But I didn't show up for that. I showed up for the concert. Dea was very... Hmm. She can sing well. She can sing well live. But I just don't think her stage presence is there yet. Mm -hmm. That might just be something that she has to work on as she grows bigger. Was she just, like, standing by the mic? Yeah, she kind of tried to engage the crowd, but they just weren't feeling it, even though some of the songs were very popular songs, you know. But she sounded good, so that's important. Snoop Dogg, let me tell you. So he had maybe three popular songs that everyone knew, three or four, but the way he kept the audience so engaged, like they were loving it, even though he knew that he was in an audience that might not necessarily have been alive back when his, or like... Girl. Oh, no, it's alive. Or yeah. like, no, just like old Grown enough. Up, yeah. yeah, to, you know, you look old for me. But um, <laughs> just like grown up to listen to his music. So, but he definitely kept everyone super engaged, like super into it, even when they didn't know the music. And I think that's really important for artists. Hmm. I, I heard he had a super cool jersey. Yes, it was very cool. He said he loved us and that he'd come back anytime we called. So. Go ahead and get that phone call because I missed him this year. I don't want to miss him next year. Um, I missed out on all the festivities. I really wanted to go, but see, people just went coming through. They didn't want to answer back the text messages, and then them tickets went to came around 6 mm-hmm. o'clock on Thursday night, and them tickets went. It was just gone. Um, I did get invited to a tailgate. It was, like I said last week, my mom's friend, um, but I didn't want to be the only person going. Mm-hmm. 
so I was just like, okay, it's whatever. Um, but yeah, tests coming up this week. We just had a test today. We did, and it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was all right. I'm about to hit a B. I want a B. I ain't I, even shooting for an A. I'm at the point where I'm like, I need sleep. <laughs> I I, yeah. I think in the last 48 hours, I've probably consumed around four to five energy drinks. So <laughs> that's not the best solution to test taking. All that sugar you taking. I mean, not all at one point. I'd probably have a heart attack. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but like sp- sporadically throughout the day. So, so my first exam this week was for Microsoft Excel certification. And I literally knew nothing about Excel. Mm. And I crammed for six hours oh, taking wow. prax See, exams. I'm learning how to use that right now through mm-hmm. a class just so I don't have to take um, any language class. Right. It's a one credit class and I can pass it with a D and be fine. I can get that credit. Mm-hmm. Um. I never liked Excel to begin with. That is one of the hardest things. Some of these, it, it don't make no sense to me. Have you ever used Gmetrics? That's what I used to study. Gmetrics is really good. It's like they give you like practice exams from like, not like, I don't think they're official, but they give you basically what Certiport gives you. So they basically, I did like probably six to 10 of those. And then I got like a straight like 957 out of 1,000. Mm-mm. Well, congratulations. Yeah, I was yeah. happy about yeah, that. Yeah, congratulations. It was, I, I passed out after, but I mean, I was like, yeah, all right, I did it. Now I'm going to go to sleep. And I feel you on that. I, yeah. I don't know why, but lately I've just felt sleep deprived, and I sleep a lot. I think, honestly, it's this point of the year where it's stress. I call it the mid-semester crisis, where it's just <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of things are coming your way, obligations to school, your friends, family. You're trying to start on an assignment that's due tomorrow, but you ain't done it yet, and you had all semester to do it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going through that right now. Yeah. It's weird for me, though, because my mid-semester, I by, like, 8 o'clock, I'm tired. I'm, like, ready to go to bed for the night. I'm like, what is going on with me? Like, Mm. I stayed up at, like, 1 a.m. at the beginning of semester. Now I'm, like, 9 o'clock, it's over. Like, I'm asleep. Like, (laughs) don't say anything to me. I'm gone. I'm at this point. I feel like if you haven't questioned whether or not you belong at UF at one point, it's like, I don't know if you're doing it right. Like, Oh, yeah, for like, sure. It's like, why am I here? Do I really want to do this? If you're like, maybe, maybe I don't need a degree. Maybe I can just try. It's at yeah. that point where we're like, ah, is this really that important? All right, let me just go find a job I somewhere thought else. I could go for two. Can't even go for my minor. Like, done. <laughs> so, Bria, which way do you like to study for tests? Like, I what's your go-to? I became a cue card like an index card person, which I've never really studied for tests back in like, you know, public school, high school and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't study when I was getting my associate's degree except for one class and it was for oceanography. And I needed the science class just because I still needed one that I, I don't know, this was my issue, so I took that one. And I failed the first test. And this was a class that was just based off tests. And I hate classes like that, that the only grade you get is a test. So... I took it serious. I did study guides and all that stuff. And then I got better with my notes. I was never a really good note taker. So now I color coordinate everything. And I do abbreviations. I make the first five pages of a notebook, like my cheat sheet on how I'm going to write certain things. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. what my abbreviations stand for. I leave that space (laughs) front and back for five pages on what it is that um, I need to remember. So when I'm going through my notes and I see like squiggly lines and all this extra stuff, I like to draw in my notes. Because mm-hmm. it makes it easier for me to learn that way. And then when it comes to, um, you know, taking a test or whatever, when it comes to my index cards, I have color and index cards. So I put, like, a certain, you know, uh, section 
onto one color index card. And then whenever I come up on the test and it's about that section, I have to think about the color index cards of mm. that one. Think of all the answers that could be on those and then get my answer that way. Yeah. I yeah. Th- for like, they just take so much time to make flashcards. I mean, they're worth it, but, yeah. they, but they take forever. And honestly, like. Well, it, when you do them, what I learned is the best. You don't need everything. Yeah. What you don't know, you honestly don't know. That's what you need. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, but everyone does learn differently. Yeah. Everyone studies differently. Um, what what happens, like, like for you saying, like, how you didn't, like, really, like, I've always been at, like, a super hard, like, try hard. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say, like, exaggerate from, like, kindergarten to now, but I feel probably. <laughs> try hard all the time. I, I, I feel, like, probably, like, around third or fourth grade. I just, ever since then, I've been, like, cramming and studying for every exam. Third grade? Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why it happened so early, but, like, I just always like imme- like recognized how important grades were i wish and that was for me i don't know why like because like a lot of people around me are like oh, who cares like i'm like no i need to get an a yeah like, and i like right. so that's that's me um that's- depending on what happens practice tests are probably my favorite thing to study you do practice tests yes i do a lot if they're not available then i just like rewrite some some things in my notes i go over it i study with people quiz people quiz myself mm-hmm. i learn by teaching sometimes mm, okay. so if i'm able to teach someone a subject then i'm like oh i know how to do this <laughs> which is like they're like oh you didn't know before i'm like well no not really <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's um that's that's me that's how i study through it i'm like i've usually been someone who's been like pretty good at tests but like there's really like no method for me i just read notes like i'll read them like two three four times and then I'll, like, have the information. I don't know if it's because of, like, my memory is just really good or anything like that. But, like, teachers are like, no, don't read your notes, like, 20 minutes before. And I'm like, no, because it's, for me, it's always, like, something I read 20 minutes before that's on the test. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I just saw this. Like, right. so that's fine. But yeah. I think, I think like, the idea of studying isn't the problem. It's, like, they the reason they say is, like, to give you your brain time to, like, mentally prepare itself. Yeah. Like, you don't want to, like, over, like... I don't know, burnout during the middle of the exam, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Like to even today, like at, I think like 10, 15 minutes before our exam, I was like, eh, I'm gonna put the notes away. I'm just gonna talk to people about it. <laughs> True. True. Yeah, I think that's a good point that you I you need to know when like you've done all that you can. You yeah. need to like just step back. Like honestly, the information that you know is gonna be the information that you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And you just have to utilize it to the best of your ability. That's kind of like, I was feeling the same way because there were people sitting in front of me talking about they were up until 3 o'clock in the morning. That's not good. Those no. all-nighters do not help you. Yeah. I've tried it before. You ain't going to get nothing because information was just poured into you. You didn't have enough time to sleep to let it sink in. Right. It's more of if you learn the information one day and then go through to, go through it again the following day and then give it a break and then study it before the test, you'll have it in your brain a whole lot better because you gave yourself time to remember and let it sit, sink a little bit, marinate a bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's important. And that's why, like, you know, all-nighters are not (laughs) recommended. I mean, sometimes they happen, sometimes just schedule-wise. Like, I had two exams in a row, so I'm like, well, I guess this is what I'm doing. But, like, in all honesty, like, what helps me the most is study groups getting like group chats together or like people I know and like, cause sometimes you just don't have that motivation yourself to be like, Oh, I'm going to study early. But when you have other people who are like, Hey, let's study early. They're like, it gives you yeah, motivation. yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything's easier when you got people 
working with you. Not for me because oh, really? Why not? when we get around, we're going to yeah, start talking joking. about everything around the sun except for the like no matter if you have a test in 10 minutes and we're, we're not going to be talking about the material. It's going to be what we ate for dinner last night or what mm. so-and-so said about someone's hair. Like it's never about like the material. So honestly, when I'm alone, that's the best. Cause I've tried to meet up a few times in the library with my friends and like, mm. let's just look over cause we have the same classes. It never works. And you got to hang out with other people that you don't really know and study with them. What I have to do during, before the test started, I had my headphones in because everybody started getting really loud. Yeah. I don't like that. And the people that were sitting in front of me tried to turn around and talk to me. I'm like, look, girl, I don't know you. We ain't never talked since the beginning of the semester, so I don't know why you're trying to talk to me right now. Mm -hmm. I need to study. But what I think what else helps is if you have a really good teacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's something we missed on. When they about. make jokes about a subject, I remember that way as well. Mm -hmm. So if they're they're talking about something and then they'll kind of give you an example or they'll just crack jokes about stuff. I remember funny stuff more than anything else. If I'm not going to study it, I'll remember something. If it's funny, mm -hmm. then I can, you know, get my answer out of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. Just for me, it's just anything like memorable. So one of my teachers has like a really, really deep Southern accent. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's kind of funny. So <laughs> like the whole time he's like teaching, I'm just like really paying attention, which I think pays off because in paying attention to his accent, I've paid attention to the material at the same time. So right. I've mm -hmm. processed it. So yeah, definitely that helps. Right. And it also helps you like not have to study so much in the end when you've been retaining the information along the way. Mm -hmm. Right. I had a teacher last semester from England. He was super cool. Oh my god, yeah. gold! He, it was for um, extreme weather. British and accent. He was he's just a cool guy. He was like, "Hey, listen, summer breaks or not summer break? Sorry, what am I talking about? Spring break. Spring break's almost here. You know, I don't really want to have class Thursday. You don't want to have class Thursday. Just don't come to, <laughs> don't come to class. <laughs> he's still around. Can yeah, I definitely take, him? take his class. He's I'm great. I'm gonna take it for the accent. Yeah, he's awesome. You got a student out of me for your accent. <laughs> I don't remember like all the stuff because this is a while ago, but I do remember like not having to study too much for exams because like, like you said, like when you have a good teacher, it's easier to understand like, oh, actually I know this. I didn't think I knew this, but I, yeah, I do know this. To me, I don't know if it's just sometimes, but like the doctoral students are so funny who like teach your classes because they're like, I have class. You have class. I don't really want to grade your 20-page paper. Just give me 10. I'm cool with that because, you know, mm -hmm. I got to go to class too. So, But I don't. sometimes I never really like grad students teaching me. Well, because they don't have enough experience. Yeah. That's yeah. just, mm, no. If you just left from where I'm at, I don't want you to teach me. I mean, if you're good and you know what you're talking about, yeah, I don't have no problem with it. But, baby, no, I can't do it. Not with Not with everybody. Yeah. Although sometimes professors are just so busy, they have so many students, especially business classes here at UF, where like macro and micro have fifteen hundred students each. I mean, that's maybe a slight exaggeration, but still, you need people like TAs to help out and like. Those are economic classes, right? Yeah, yeah economics. Okay. Yeah, so like you can't take, um, you know, I mean, one teacher can't talk to fifteen hundred students on the day of the exam. True. Yeah. So I mean, the more if they're willing to help, I mean, they get paid for it. So they got to yeah. they got to do a good job. Girl, get your money. But you don't like having someone closer to your age at all. It's, Sometimes it's easier to relate, but yeah, like to but, talk to them. But I for like academic stuff, I prefer someone that's been in it for a yeah. while that knows it. I mean, it's okay if you have to go get the answer from somebody else, but 
not all the time because I came to you for the answer. Mm -hmm. So you should have the answer. If not, then I would go to the teacher. Yeah, but some of them are just really good at it and others are just really bad at it, (laughs) it seems like. If you get a good one, then yeah, keep them. But if they're not, nah, pick it a little, no. Mm -hmm. So for since we were talking before about World Mental Health Day, test anxiety is a big thing we should talk about because that, I mean, the emotional stress that happens during exam season, like I had a financial accounting exam, I want to say two weeks ago. I have no idea if it's such a blur, but like people were coming out crying. They're like, oh, this test was so hard. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I did. Per- I did decently well, but I, I, I wasn't going to say that. I'm like, oh, I failed too. It's OK. <laughs> but no. like, how, how do you guys deal with test anxiety? I would say mine's. I, it wouldn't even just be with tests. Um, when it comes to me crying, I have to be really frustrated about it. Mm-hmm. And I got through that like my last year when I was getting my associate's degree, because we talked about this a little bit earlier. Yeah, I did three years. I was doing biology at first and then I switched over to communications and I took 11 classes in one year to make sure I graduated on time. And I got frustrated every semester because I knew I can put in the work and I was going to get it. It was just, it was so much and I felt overwhelmed to the point where I wanted to quit. And I just cried for a while. I talked to my mom on the phone and I'd be crying. She'd be like, what's wrong with you? I'm just like, look, I can't do this right now. I don't want to do it. I got to go. We got to leave. She's like, you just need to take a break, breathe a little bit, count back. Um, from four, mm-hmm. do like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. That crap helps out so much. It may hurt if you have never done it before, but it helps out a lot. Yeah. But yeah, you got to take some time to yourself and breathe and you have to treat yourself. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. I agree with that. It's important. Like I, you can't, if you do nothing but work 24 seven, mm-hmm. you're going to explode or implode rather. <laughs> you're going to implode. It's not going to be pretty. And no, honestly, without people supporting you, it's it's hard. It's hard to do life on your own. I don't think life's supposed to be on your own. Right. Um, for me, I overestimate everything. Like every single exam or assignment, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be impossible. And mm-hmm. like, it's more like self-doubt, I suppose. But when that happens, I have to like, you know, back up for a second and say, hey, the only one who's going to take this test for you is you. <laughs> you are not getting someone to help you. I mean, like you can meet people to study, but- your actions are all, that's all under your control. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, you got to like try and motivate yourself because like if you're not, if your heart's not in what you're studying and I'll honestly switch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like if you don't, don't do something cause like, Oh, my mom wants me to be a doctor or a lawyer. Like if that's not what you want to do, you are not going to have that passion. It's going to, yeah, it's going to show right now. Hello, biology to communications. That's a big jump. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and like you go, you know, it starts now, but this is an early sign. So say undergrad, then grad school, right? then into your career, you will never have that passion. It's not just be like, oh, I just don't like it now. I'll like it eventually. No, do what it's your heart wants. Work. Yeah. It's not going to work. Yeah. No the thing I, okay, so I'm the kind of person who's super involved in like everything that I think I could get involved in, I do it. But that isn't necessarily always the best thing, especially when you have like other things going on. And I'm the kind of, or wow, I'm the kind of person love that. Um, But I am someone who I always think about like a series of events. So I'm like, if I fail this test, then I can't, then I won't pass this class. If I don't pass this class, then I can't get into this school. If I can't get into this school, then I can't like, I'm the slippery slope effect. Yeah. I definitely go down that. And when I go down that, I, I'm like, okay, well, like, my life is a little over now because I 
I can't get anywhere because of this test is going to like ruin my life. But then I definitely, like you said, I call my mom, I talk about it. I vent for, um, for me, the best thing to do with the test anxiety or any anxiety is just to step away for a second from what it is. That's like really Mm -hmm. stressing me out, whether it's just watching YouTube videos or like listening to music, going on social media and mindlessly scrolling. Like for me, that works best to just, step out of it, like reevaluate, do something else distracting and then come back to come back to it and see it in a different lens. Yeah. And yeah. I, th- I think that's a pretty good transition to talk about our preferences. So what's been going on? What are you guys watching or you know, listening to? Well, still watching the same old stuff. Still trying to find other stuff to watch. Uh you know, still on YouTube and everything. I've got on Pinterest lately and I've just been reposting um drawings of women with really long hair, like mm. goals, hair goals. Cause when I tell you it's hard trying to do my hair and I'll be trying to find some stuff. So I've been on that for the most part. I've been like, I mean, I still watch the same YouTube stuff. Yeah. I've been listening to some new music from like Hollywood undead, which is like, it really like, it's like way back, I guess a couple of years. Um, I've been playing a lot of overwatch and that's fun. But is like, overwatch good? Overwatch is frustrating. <laughs> that's how I just define it. But it's like, it's one of those games where like, I'm like, you have 20-something characters, 20-plus, and they all are completely different. Okay. Like, the controls are the same, but every character plays differently. So I went from this thing, which is, like, this, like, person in a mech suit, and you're like, driving around shooting, mm-hmm. and I said, oh, I'm going to try the guy with the bow and arrow. And that it's it's been fun. It's been cool. But I am, like, I notice like, I'm like, yeah, I'm not good. I'm working at getting better. It's like, this is something I have to grow in. But when you go, like, some matches I win in, like, five minutes with my team, some matches go to like the max amount of time and mm-hmm. we we get nowhere. See, I've tried to watch someone play that before and it just made me confused. I yeah, think it's just it's too much lot. just going on. There's a lot point. you have to know for like, oh, why can this person go invisible? Why can this person go back in time? Why can't this person fly? <laughs> like there's a lot of different abilities. <laughs> like it, it, you you have no idea. Like there's so many different art styles. There's like a like a western cowboy with like a mech pistol then to like a angel with a healing gun. Like there's so many different types of characters and like, they're all like visually like really cool. And I, like some of them have like really interesting backstories, but like it's so much just to know. I mean, I blizzard puts a lot of lore into their games, who but a uh, blizzard, the company who does it. Okay. Like they made world of Warcraft and Diablo, which I've never played, but yeah, they it's intense. There's a lot and the game's fun, but really frustrating if you're by yourself and like, you're like, please someone heal. Heal, heal this person like nope <laughs> then no, you die over and over but it's okay it's still fun yeah i've for me i've been getting into the same thing as bria a bunch of pinterest i don't know why lately like at work i'll usually do my homework and then somehow end up on pinterest but i pinterest like life goals like it can't for me it's just not like a recipe like i need to pinterest um 10 countries that I'm going to travel to or some some nice dates that I'm going to go. I don't know who I'm going to go on dates with, but, you know, I'll just, be on some really nice dates. And, like, I don't know. Does anyone else do that? Just, like, I kind of enjoy planning your future? Yeah, but I kind of want to take it more from – there was someone that said that if you make, like, a vision board rather than just having it on your phone, it kind of brings things to actually happen because it's a visual – representation of what you want rather than something being in your phone and then you'll forget about it until later on so if you're constantly seeing it then yeah i want to do that i just got to find like a grid type 
thing that I can hang up in my room and start pinning stuff to it. I definitely look at things like, oh man, I'd love this in the future. Uh, yeah. One of those go to Niagara Falls. Want to go there. Um, also want to go to England at some point. Yes, loved it. <laughs> I want to study abroad this year. Please They're do. They're supposed to go to Italy this summer. I want to go to Italy. Dang, that's cool. If anyone can study abroad, do it. <laughs> like, the best experience ever. How much is ever. it, though? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's expensive. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> How it's, much is it? Somebody got to give me a number. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't remember. But just the experience itself and, like, I feel like the difference between studying abroad, I saw something on Twitter about this recently as well, that a lot of people say, oh, like, I've been to Dominican Republic, but I stayed in all inclusive resorts. So like you never really saw Dominican Republic. You saw like your resort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the best thing about study abroad is that you're there for a while. So you're like emerging yourself. Like you're not going to sit in your hotel room or apartment or wherever you're staying all day. You're going to get out in the culture. You're going to talk to some locals. You, um, you're going to do things like that. So I feel like that's something super unique. And you're like, with a bunch of students who probably have also never studied abroad. So you're all just like putting yourselves out there and like figuring out a new country and like navigating it together. So I definitely encourage it. Can you speak Italian? No, okay. not a lick. Okay. Well, I mean, they'll probably have a translator, right? When no. You say, no, no, okay. no. You got to figure it out on your own. Okay. I feel now, like if we were going when to you France, go to the yeah, touristy parts, mm-hmm. if you go to the touristy parts, they're going to speak English. Like we went to Greece and I definitely knew no Greek, but they... They taught us how to say yamas, which just means cheers. I don't know why that's the only word that we need to know. You know them but, drinks, getting party and stuff? Yamas, well, that's all you got. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah, but it's definitely fun. The other place we went was London, so it was English. We only cool. had to know English, right. which I thought was really weird because sometimes they couldn't understand us and we can understand them even though it was, we were Because we both. speak broken English. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was like kind of weird that's so, why when people say pot no not pardon um proper is one of the words they use it in a different way than how we use it mm. some yeah. people some people i know are like oh we speak american I'm like no we don't it's we, called english like please stop oh one thing i forgot to mention i didn't want to detract but i hell in a cell was sunday for, was? for wrestling's hell in a cell which i watched for a little bit and it like was it's it's like I got into it recently. Um, Jap- Japanese wrestling is the coolest thing. It's like really awesome. But is like, it a sumo? no, there's like actual like it's like WWE, but like it's like really violent and like I, they've had some crazy stuff like like electric eel matches and like um, I'm trying I can't describe it all. You like, said they're Japanese. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but but Hell in a Cell is American. So I watched that instead, of, and I'm like. It was pretty intense. They have like kendo sticks, and they kept like one guy got handcuffed, and they start smacking him with the kendo sticks. Uh uh-uh. uh it, It's it's just entertainment. But I forgot to mention that when I'm, for the, what you're watching. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> See, I, when I was younger, I had this idea that no Japanese person could ever be fat. I forgot all about sumo wrestlers because they're all pretty much all that you see are they're really small because of what they eat. They eat more, right. you know, or maybe of I don't know most Asian places. Excuse me if I am incorrect, but they eat more rice than anything. I had a friend uh, that I worked with, he's Vietnamese, and he explained to me that for them, they eat more rice than anything. Once the rice is gone, they stop eating. For us, it's once the meat's gone, we stop eating everything Mm. else. So that's why I was just like, most Asian people don't gain weight because they don't eat much. Oh, sorry. Going back to um, study abroad, Japan would be where I would go. 
forgot to yeah. mention Japan. Japan is so cool. As much anime as I watch, I don't have no idea how much I want to go there. I know that is so weird, but I I want to go to Japan so bad, especially Persona Five. Yeah, yeah, got me on it. Well, because for... it's like Persona Five has like, oh my gosh, it's, it it first of all I love that all those games, but right. but Persona Five is like I wouldn't say like a completely accurate like it's stylized, but cool. it gives you like a feel like oh man I'm really there. Right. There's like so much detail, like there's like shops off in the alleyway, and there's like you know uh, places you can eat and like raise your stats and. It's just so much fun. That, those is. games are great. I got to go through the second run through again because all my stats are maxed out and I want to like get like max rank with everyone. Oh, you. Oh, OK. Yeah. Beating the first like the game the first time. I thought I got the bad ending. I didn't. But I was really shocked. I'm not going to say why. What ending did you get? I, I, don't I, tell me I got I got the true ending. But oh. but at first I got thought I got the bad one because something happened. I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> but it's OK. But going back to what you said, Bri, about like the Asian like culture and whatever, I feel like that's one of the coolest things also that you just kind of like you go over there, like no matter what you think with all these kind of like ideas of what it's going to be like and you just get to like immerse yourself in it. And sometimes things are exactly what you thought. Sometimes things are like completely different. Yeah. But just having that experience, you know, trying the authentic food. I really hate Greek food. Sorry. Like, <laughs> even the real stuff, I don't like it. But just being able to experience that is so cool. Like, everyone needs to travel. Like, come on, guys, let's travel. You know, like, our version of ramen, like, in those little packs or whatever, are terrible. You do and know it's like, it takes eight hours for those digesting your body? When I found that, I stopped eating them. It's disgusting. Three years it's ago. really bad. How mm-hmm. long does everything else take? Okay, never mind. Well, the yeah. no- <laughs> those noodles, because everything that they go through, it takes eight hours for them to digest in your body. So when my mom's like, hey, you want some ramen? Nope, eight yeah. hours. I would just yell to her, eight hours. I'm not doing it. Yeah, but but you're Japan. And their ramen's like crazy. Like I haven't, I've seen like pictures. Like it's, it looks so good. Um, yeah. I I just want to try the food so badly. Like I think it'll be like really. I I have like an idea of what it would taste like. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big sushi guy. I love sushi. I'm willing like to try like like you know somewhat open-minded when it comes to new food right but like if it was to come straight from japan i'd be like okay yeah sure i'll give a shot i'll try this well let me ask this question lauren when you were eating grease food Mm -hmm. was it did you spit it out or did you continue to eat until it was gone i mean you spit it out i I would never spit it out no it wasn't like that but i would definitely stop eating it but like he's he was saying i definitely think it's important to try the food like Mm -hmm. don't go there and like i'm only eating like mcdonald's they do have mcdonald's and like never try it like i tried so much new stuff over there some stuff i love some stuff i hate it and i would never eat again but it's super mm. important that you at least just try it and if you don't like it you know don't eat it ever again or <laughs> just fair. like yeah. leave it alone but like you don't want to spit it out it's kind of rude and yeah. i think that's rude in like all cultures i think like the point of going like studying abroad the word broad is in like this description Right. Yeah. Right. So if you go in with a closed mindset, you're not going to get the whole experience. I don't even right. think it's for you. If you <laughs> think you're going to be closed off, you probably don't want to go. You're yeah. not going to enjoy it. Yeah, and it's definitely. for the experience. My mom is very, she doesn't really like the idea of it, mainly because, you know, stuff has been happening over the years and it's constantly happened. And mm. I understand why she wouldn't want me to go. But I feel as though I don't want something that somebody else does to, you know, make me not experience life the way I could if I have the opportunity to do so because right. I'm gonna sign up for as many scholarships as possible this is an opportunity that I might never get again and we're talking about Italy I can eat me some lasagna mm. like some really good lasagna that's mm-hmm. my favorite pasta 
Yeah, I was going to say the food in Italy is probably incredible. Yeah, it's like, probably I really eat good. that. I don't know about that Greece food you was at the talking about, but we talking about Italy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw down. You got pasta, pizza, so many different types of like meat dishes. Like, I mean, my, my family's Italian, so we have like some recipes from Italy mm-hmm. that we've yeah. used, but like, I mean, to have it from people who've done it for all their life, like professionals almost, mm-hmm. I, I'm jealous. I, I got to go at some point. Partially for my heritage, also because I just really like the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the food in London was really good, though. It was kind of similar, I think, to American food, which made it pretty good. But like, mm. authentic, like fish and chips, super good and stuff like that. But I feel like fish and fries, chips, fries. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some things that no matter how open minded I was, that I could not get into with the culture, like the mash piece. Like I don't want it. Ew. That just doesn't look good in europe they eat like cold beans for breakfast couldn't get into it but like those were like the only two things i was like i cannot try this i just can't but everything else was pretty open the food was pretty good germany also has pretty good food yeah so we're gonna wrap this up with our quotes yeah um so my quote is actually it kind of ties into what we've been talking about today with like uh, World Mental Health Day and test anxiety and just how to take away from it. But um, my quote is, you will be exactly as happy as you decide to be. And I I understand that because I used to put myself in this bubble like I'll never be happy. I'll never, you know, amount to anything. And I had to pull myself out of that. I was just like, look, you're going to be that B. You don't care what nobody else got to say about you. You're going to get it done. You're going to be as happy as possible because don't nobody once you allow other people and whatever they say about you to affect you is because you care too much. And right. sometimes you don't need to care about half of these folks that you see because they don't care about you. So let it go. Mm-hmm. So my quote also ties into what we've been talking about with um, traveling and anxiety. So it's stop being afraid of what could go wrong and start being excited of what could go right. So I think that's super, super important just because I know sometimes we have like super great ideas and then we're like, oh no, someone's going to think this or nobody's going to expect that and it's just not going to go well. But it's super important that you like do what you actually love to do and just go for it. Like you may fail, but you could do great and you would never, never know until you try. So I think that's super important. Mm-hmm. Um, For me, so this comes from Charles R. Swindle and it is life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. And I think how we, we really define ourselves and we really show what we're capable of is during times of stress and during times of like chaos, basically like when everything's going great, it's great to be a good person. It really is. And like, you know, but when things are bad, you know, you got to have that grit and that strength. To, Cause I think, I think human potential is limitless. I think we can do whatever we put our minds to. You know, it's maybe difficult for more people than, or some people than others. And, you know, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But when you put your mind to something, you put everything you've got into it, you can do. There is nothing holding you back. So bad things are going to happen. Exams are going to happen. Assignments, <laughs> breakups. We we're talking about exes before. Things will happen that you don't expect coming. That's 10%. What you do with that, how you let that affect you, and how you respond to that, that's 90%. So take life, you know, grab it by the horns, do whatever you got to do, and you can do whatever you want. You can put it, do whatever you put your mind to. 
Okay. All right, guys. So don't forget to follow us on Twitter at unmuted underscore podcast and use our Instagram as well. Sorry, at unmuted podcast, all one word. And don't forget to hash tweet us using the hashtag unmute the pop the public. I'm all over the place. Um, but my name is Brianna Cole. I'm James Donnarumma. I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Unmuted. Have a good one.